This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1765. Don't split hairs with outdated English idioms. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Do you get bogged down with minutia and trivial details, or are you a big picture thinker? In this episode, we'll show you an outdated phrase about details, and you'll get three current ones to talk about your way of thinking. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you? I am so good. I have a question for you. Ooh, let's hear it. So do you tend to get into little arguments over things that are not really that important? No, actually. I do not like confrontation. So I avoid confrontation. I avoid, I'm a peacemaker. Ah. So if something's small, whether that's with my partner or with friends, I just let it go. You let it go. I don't let it bother me. I'm not going to get into an argument. It has to be a really big deal. I pick my battles, as they say, where it's going to be a really big deal before I start an argument or a discussion or a fight about something. What about Mm, you? Yeah, I'm the same. I'm similar. I am not a drama person. I'm not good at confrontation. I don't do well. Like I don't know how to handle it. I don't know how to do it in like an assertive way. So I do mm. avoid it too. I I also, and I think we saw that in your strengths finder, right, Aubrey, when we did yep. our strengths finder quizzes, we, we we learned that about you, the peacemaker, right? It is an yeah, archetype. It was called woo, which was funny. Woo. And it was saying that like very few people have the strength woo, yes. which is an interesting word that means you're trying to convince people to your side. You like to woo people. But it was really interesting because it talked about how people who have woo are peacemakers. Okay. They like want everyone to like them. which is so me. They don't want to create any friction. Interesting. Okay. So that's good to know. I love that. I mean, today we're getting into this topic of, you know, little arguments and little things that are, yeah, just 
they're not, they don't have big repercussions in life, right? Little details, little minutiae. Just exactly. as a little hint for our listeners. Yeah, we had a really great question about this. Kadir mm-hmm. from Turkey was asking, and let me go ahead and read this because okay. it's a really great question. Okay. He said, there's no point in arguing over trifles. He said, in that sentence, I know the word trifle means something unimportant or not valuable, but when I'm writing an essay or a formal letter, I'd rather not use it since it sounds old-fashioned to me. Mm-hmm. What I'm looking for is a word that has the same meaning but is more up-to-date. I think this is very insightful yes. of Kadir because it is a little old-fashioned. I rarely, I know what that means. I have heard it before. Maybe in older movies, maybe my grandparents yeah. say it, but it is a little old fashioned. You don't hear it very often said commonly. Wouldn't you agree, Lindsay? Yeah. And Kadir's fantastic. Kadir has been one of our listeners for, oh my gosh, I think five years. So thank you to Kadir for sending us this question. You know, guys, if it. you, ha- yeah, if you have more questions for the show, send them to Lindsay at allearsenglish.com. We want your questions because that's what makes the best episodes, right, Aubrey? Yes, it's so true. You guys have such good insight as you're out in the world speaking English, hearing idioms, maybe in old movies and wondering, do people still use this, right? So let's first dive into the meanings of the word trifle, because you guys will hear that word and it has a few different meanings. The first is the one Kadir is talking about, something that's of very little value. You will hear that like, don't bother her with such trifles, but it is a little old fashioned. Yeah, you know, I this isn't, it is, I guess it must be old fashioned, honestly, because it's not in my vocabulary. I think oh, of you haven't heard it at I all. I think of the dessert. <laughs> yes, right? That's the other. Do you like trifle? Guys, trifle is a sponge cake dessert that has layers of like okay. custard and cream or maybe cream cheese, fruit. It's delicious. Okay. I actually, I got confused just there. I, I meant truffle, like the dessert oh, or, or the different. mushroom. And oh, I don't that's know. funny. No, all those, those are truffles. Truffle, yeah, trifle. this is trifle, guys, spelled T-R-I-F-L-E. You definitely okay, want to good. download the app so you can get all this, yes. this good vocab today. But yeah, it's a layered dessert. They usually do it in glass. It'll almost look like a punch bowl that has this layered dessert in it with beautiful layers of sponge cake and fruit. We actually had one recently that my sister-in-law has a German exchange student, a 17-year-old girl who's doing a year of high school um, and living at their home. Right. And she made the most delicious trifle I've ever had. It had cream cheese and was so flavorful. She said her mom makes it all the time in Germany. That sounds insane. die for. Yes. (laughs) And it was like raspberry. It was like raspberry trifle with my, oh my heck, it was delicious. Oh, wow. (laughs) The sugar, right? You shared with us before. You love sugar and I I love love it too. I can't resist a good dessert. So now I'm feeling kind of hungry. So we better finish up this episode and move through it. (laughs) You can go get some, go make a trifle. (laughs) So Um, there's one other way to use it and it's a verb, which means to treat something without seriousness where you'd say, you know, she is not a teacher to be trifled with or don't trifle with that. It's not important. So it's a very high level, interesting verb. You will hear it. Okay. It's not used super commonly, but I definitely hear it. I like this word. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So guys, that is the word trifle. And our part of our role here on Allers English is to show you what word is what words are out of date. You know, what words are going to yep. make you sound like you come from the 1600s? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and what words are going to make you, like, what do words mean? What do they say about you when you use them? So, Aubrey, we have some other options for Kadir today, right? Yes, exactly. Because it is, it's a little old-fashioned to say, don't argue over trifles. But you do want to talk to this. If someone starts arguing with you about something that really isn't important, this is a good thing to be able to say. Yes. So one thing that I would say is maybe those details are trivial, meaning they really are 
aren't important, right? If we're having a discussion and someone's really arguing about little things, I could say, I feel like those details are really trivial. That's not what we should be focusing on. Yeah, this is what I always say about trivia when I can't get the answer. Oh, it's trivial. Who cares? I don't need to know that. (laughs) I like that's very punny. It's a good play on words. (laughs) That's trivial. It's (laughs) trivial. I don't care. Um, So that's the first one, guys. And we definitely, so now we're giving you the ones, guys, that you should 100% write down. You'll see them in the app and you should use these. Don't use trifle. It's too old, but use trivial. The next one I love, and for a long time, I didn't know how to pronounce this, I have to admit. <laughs> until like I think a lot of ago, native speakers sure. don't. They see this written and they're like, so yeah, the word's minutia, minutia. How Do is you that say sp- minutia or minutia? I say minutia. Okay, I've heard both. But minutia, I think I hear more often with that soft I, minutia. Yeah. If you guys are not in the app, you're not going to get a chance to see this or if you don't have the transcripts. But just so our listeners know, Aubrey, how do we spell this word? Yes, it's spelled M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E. So it's kind yes. of a strange looking weird word. It's hard to know how to pronounce it. Yes. And what's really tricky is the plural, which is actually oh. sounds the same, minutia, but without the E, M-I-N-U-T-I-A is the plural. That's I did not know that. It breaks all the English rules. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm learning a lot from you, Aubrey, on this show. I did not even know. (laughs) I love it. I thought that was both plural and singular. I'm not sure what I thought, but now we're learning. This is good. So minutia. So So this just means, right, small, precise, trivial details about something. So I've often heard it used in the phrase, let's not argue over this minutia, Mm -hmm. because we use it most specifically about that when someone's sort of bringing up details that are too trivial, right? They're too Mm -hmm. insignificant. Be like, now you're just arguing about minutia. Yeah. But Aubrey, are you someone that likes to hang out in the details or do you are, are you more of a big picture thinker because I know people in my mm. life who can stay big picture and when they see details they say someone else can deal with that but I struggle with that oh How are interesting you? that's a good question I probably am more of a worrying about the minutiae person okay. I think my personality, I'm, I'm good at tackling all the small details or something. And I sort of need someone else to see the big picture and give me that vision. I'm willing to admit that about myself. That's why I have you, Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love visions. I love big pictures and I want to be there. I want to dwell in that world all the time as like a dreamer, but sometimes the details hook me and I get hooked and that's when I'm not my best self is when I get pulled down into the details. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where you can spend so much time, right? All of the minutiae can really take the time to figure out all the yes. little things. That's yeah. a good point. So for our listeners, guys, I mean, we can talk about this at the end, but think about where are you at on the spectrum? You know, are you a big picture thinker? Do you want to dwell in the visions, the big ideas, the big pictures, or do you do best in the details, in the minutiae? You should know that about yourself and your role at work, right, Aubrey? That yes. really matters. For sure. And neither is wrong, right? But you yeah. want to be able to speak to that as well. If you're in an interview and someone's asking you about your strengths, you Mm -hmm. want to be aware of what they are and be able to highlight how that makes you a good fit. Yeah, 100%. And know the role that you're interviewing for and make sure that your way of thinking makes sense for that role. Right? Totally. Yeah, for sure. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. 
And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, we have one more. This is a really fun idiom, splitting hairs, which means to argue about something trivial or unimportant. This actually came up the other day with my twins. Okay, They had this friend that they wanted to buy them hats. They Uh were talking about how their friend was going to buy them hats at school. They were doing like a fundraiser and you could buy these Dr. Seuss hats at school that are really (laughs) tall and colorful. And I said, I don't want you to ask him to spend his money on you. And they said, it's not his money. It's his mom's money. And I said, you're really splitting hairs there. They were yeah. like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you use that phrase with your, with your six-year-old? <laughs> I knew they wouldn't know what it meant, but I was like, this is perfect. I will That's teach you this fun. idiom here. <laughs> I love that. And did they, were they able to like get it when you taught it to them or did yeah, they Yeah, they got it. I, I made it really visual for them. So I said, imagine mm-hmm. I was like, take one of your hairs right, one and imagine hair. splitting it, you know? And so yes. they're like, okay, we understand. I was like, you're, you're arguing about a detail that doesn't matter, whether it's his money or his mom's money. Don't it. ask him to spend money on you, please. <laughs> That's so good. All right. I love it. So splitting hairs, right? I think we talk about this a lot with lawyers, politicians, right? If they're taking an argument and instead of really talking about what's important, they're splitting hairs by talking about details that aren't really significant. Oh gosh. Lawyers drive me nuts sometimes. Working with lawyers. Oh no, 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 no. Um, Yeah, absolutely. I can't help but think about this phrase. Bill Clinton's really famous for this quote when he said, it depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. That is splitting hairs. Is that a famous quote okay what was yes, he talking about in that, that? Co- no this was about the monica Lewinsky trial of course so and yeah no. he was you know trying to make excuses and and then he said this fa- very famous phrase because everyone's rolling their eyes about that like okay. really you're splitting hairs about the definition of the word is oh yeah he what? looked like a fool on, on in that trial the oh, only quote so that bad. i think of with him is it's the economy stupid maybe that's not bill clinton that might be someone Ooh, else actually but anyways mm. yeah so the Monica Lewinsky trial was quite a drama, guys. You know, you can mm-hmm. read about it from the 90s, but we all just we like to forget some things. Yeah, right? it's funny, though. It was interesting because I was in Europe um, right after that happened, I think it was. And a lot of people would ask me about it because they thought it was so foolish yes. of Americans to be so bothered by it because their leaders often have mistresses Affairs. and they're like out yeah. and proud about it. and No one cares. Right. It's so cultural. It's such a different culture. Whereas in the United States, we're like, how dare he have a mistress? Yeah. And actually, that makes me that would make another great episode. We should do an episode on that. You know, it's that kind of fun. Um, um, like cultural norms and rules in American culture about, mm. yeah, about affairs or about what we expect our politicians to be and do and how we expect them to live. It's really cultural and different between Europe yeah. and the U.S. completely. Oh, yeah. The and I'd be really curious how it is in other cultures. I know Europe yes. a little bit, but a lot of cultures I don't know. I, don't I know. know if South they would America, care. Asian cultures. Very mm. interesting. So guys, make sure you hit follow on this show to get these great topics. It's A lot of good stuff is going to be coming up in the next couple months. Right, Aubrey? Yes. 
Yes, for sure. <laughs> okay, we have a fun role play here where Lindsay and I are roommates and we're divvying up household chores. This is a fun verb, divvy. What does that mean, Lindsay? <laughs> divvy up. So it comes from divide, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Divide yep. up and share. Divvy up. But guys, this is natural and real slang. So good yes. stuff. Yes. And okay. again, make sure you have the app because this word is spelled so weird. It's D-I-V-V-Y. I don't know if there's any other words where there's a double V, like yeah. divvy. Who it's would strange. think it would be double V? Know. That makes no yeah. sense, but we'll and go with it. Why is it? It makes we'll... no sense. English, guys. I'm so sorry. I apologize on behalf of the English <laughs> language. It's so weird. <laughs> okay, let's go here. I'm going to start yeah. us out. I know it's annoying to have to deal with this minutia, but we're both so busy, so it'll help if chores are assigned. For sure. It seems trivial to have a tidy house, but I can't relax if there's clutter around. I know I'm really messy, so I'll try to work on that. <laughs> yeah, you do your dishes maybe 10% of the time. I'd say at least 15% of the time. Uh, that's definitely splitting hairs. Yeah, 10, 15. I love this passive aggressive role play where you're trying to say like, you do not clean up after yourself. I'm like, I do sometimes. Oh, give me memories of the oh, days of having roommates in New totally. York. Yes. Ooh, so bad. I know. Roommates in college. I had some terrible experiences. It can be really tricky. It can be really tricky funny. All right, guys, these are such fun phrases. Mm -hmm. Definitely better to use. Not outdated. You'll hear these all the time, but also really high level to say minutia, to know what that means and throw that into conversation or divvy. These are really great high level words. Exactly. And just to go back and share real quick for our listeners, you know, you said first, you said, I know it's annoying to have to deal with this minutia. But we're both so busy, right? So it'll help if chores are assigned. So here you're saying it's hard to deal with these details, minutia, good stuff. Yeah, and you said it seems trivial to have a tidy house, right? It seems like unimportant, maybe not necessary, but you're just explaining, but I can't relax without it, so it is important to me. I do feel that way sometimes. If I want to focus on my work, I have to have a Zen room. Like I have right? to have things tidy up, up first. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then the last thing you're talking about the difference between 10% and 15% of the time you clean your dishes. And I say that's definitely splitting hairs, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're saying, okay, you're avoiding the actual argument here, talking about the tiny change in the percentage this is a great example of splitting hairs, exactly. right? You're talking about something that doesn't matter. Yes. I love it. I love it. So what's the takeaway for our listeners, Aubrey? Yeah, some phrases do go out of fashion. This is a great podcast to be listening to to find out which those are and send in your questions if you have any doubt, like arguing over trifles. It is outdated. So keep up with new and native ways to say something so that you can build those connections in English. So like you said, Lindsay, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Exactly. And then don't forget, guys, think about the way that you think as a professional. Are you detail oriented or are you a big picture visionary, right? So because that's going to determine your career choice and where you should go within a company in terms of your role. So take a little time to think about that and get a little insight. I love this idea of understanding ourselves at work, Aubrey. Yes, I love that. You need to have thought about that before, before an interview, before you start at a job, have a good, clear understanding of what your strengths are. And if you're a big picture thinker, or you're better at diving in and getting some tasks done, better at the (laughs) minutiae. All right, good stuff. Thanks for hanging out today, Aubrey. I'll see you very soon. Yep. See you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.